Hello and welcome to the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast, where your hosts, Hannah and Brandy, try and help each other navigate the big, messy, gray area of giving a shit about the planet, and hopefully helping you along the way. Each episode, we have honest chats about our sustainability fails, sometimes amongst ourselves and sometimes with guests, while also leaving you with a little sprinkle of hope and inspiration to keep on giving a shit. So go make yourself a cup of tea, get comfy, and let's dive into the episode. Hello, Give a Shitters. This is Brandy. And this is Hannah. And you are listening to episode number eight of the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast. Why are you laughing at me? I thought you were I thought you were waiting. There was like a little pause. I was like, is she waiting for me to say this? This isn't how it works, Brandy. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> the coffee still needs to kick in. <laughs> I think it's an internet thing too, because yeah, we're still recording over Zoom out of convenience and well, laziness, to be honest. <laughs> don't know what you're talking about anyway um today we are talking about fair trade um what it means and there's an event this is kind of based around in the uk and spilling the tea diving into the gray area you know the drill and i'm back to drinking tea last week or last episode was a bit of a fluke have no fear tea is being had by me not anna (laughs) no (laughs) i'm still on coffee i think we I think I've literally only had tea when I've recorded at your house. Yeah, that was like, what, the first two episodes? (laughs) Two or three? (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Anyway, so... What kind of tea? Oh, well, the tea tea? I'm drinking is not the tea that we're focusing on, but it's... Oh, I don't know how to say it. Rooibos? Rooibos? I don't know. It's R-O-O-I-B-O-S, I think. At least on the tin that's in my cupboard. I don't know much about it. I'll probably feature it in a future episode, but this is like coconut and like caramel and it's delicious. But anyway, this week, this episode, not really focusing on a tea, but uh, more plant. And it'll make more sense because um, there's a company I want to talk about and they are known for selling their green leaf to nearby tea factories in Kenya. So it kept saying green leaf and then selling it to tea factories. So that leads me to believe that it's not green tea. It's, it's the plant. And I, started looking this up. I'll leave links to what I was, but I was getting confused about what green leaf is and had a long unpronounceable name. And I think it can be made into multiple teas. Um, anyway, this company, um, Fin Tea Growers Cooperative Union Limited in Kenya, I'll just refer to them as Fin Tea, um, is a union of five tea cooperatives whose farmer members sell their green leaf to nearby Finley's tea factories. Um, and I found this company on the fairtrade.org.uk uh, website um, that Hannah actually sent to me because there is a um, this fair trade uh, Fortnite, um, which yes, is two weeks. But the um, the actual thing is like it's like an event where people come together. I'll read the excerpt from the website for two weeks each year at the end of February and start of March. So by the time this is out, I think you only have like three more days till March 6th. Thousands of individuals, companies, and groups across the UK come together to share the stories of the people who grow our food and drinks, mine our gold, and who grow the cotton in our clothes, and people who are often exploited and underpaid. So fair trade, in simple terms, is avoiding the exploitation uh, and underpayment of people, people behind our products. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought this was really interesting. I've heard of fair trade before, but I hadn't heard about this event. 
Yeah, this is quite interesting to me because for me, like when I saw it come, I was like looking for things that the show could link to. And I was like, oh, Fair Trade Fortnite, because actually it's genuinely like a really big event in the UK. Like I remember at school, we would do like Fair Trade Fortnite. It was always a thing at like, like I grew up going to church. So it was a thing at church and just Fair Trade in general, like the, um, I mean, I don't know. It's not really a brand, but like as a movement. It's pretty it's, big in the UK. I don't is it big in the in the states? Yeah, so I was diving into that. So I think the is it trademarked like fair trade, like one yeah. word. I think is like a third party like type sort certification. I was getting confused on like the organization fair trade. Um I found um a website fairtradeamerica.org which I mean mm-hmm. both of these websites use the same logo. It looks like it's they're all they're related. Um and I'll leave links um in the show notes. Um, so I was getting confused on the exact, like, is this a branch of how, like, how does this all work together? Yeah. That's besides the point. It's, I think it's, they're related somehow and it's like gives the seal of like, so um, right. I'll probably um, put a, either a link or the actual logo, like in the show notes so that you can have a visual of like this emblem and it'll, you'll see that on products you buy so that, you know, that yeah. it, it like has like this fair trade stamp of approval. Like it is, it's been vetted and it's known that this is you're supporting the people behind that product when you buy an item with that logo. Yeah. Um, so I know like I'm, I'm, I'm familiar, like I've seen it before. I'm familiar with it. Um, and yeah, I think this, this event seems pretty cool to like, to yeah, not just raise awareness, but to like, you know, showcase. Yeah. And- yeah. It's interesting. Cause they, yeah, it's definitely like a big thing. I mean, yeah, I would say, I would say in general, it definitely was in school and it definitely was in like church. I don't know. And I feel like it's a thing in like the workplace, like the typical thing, it's like a fair trade. People might have like a fair trade stand and like, you know, sell some of the fair trade products or, um, yeah, I mean, obviously like fair trade is for all year round, but I guess it's like a good way to highlight, um, you know, what's going on. Would you say it's something you look for on products? I look Would for you not, like now. notice? Yeah. Okay. Um, I look for it more now and and for those who have not heard of it before, seen it before, noticed yes. it before, um, you know, kind of touch on what fair trade is, but why is it important? I mean, people in the whole like, you know, sustainability movement, if you're, you're starting to dive into that world, um, people often push for or are more familiar, more familiar with, oh, like the material of my clothing versus, you know, like, oh, like in Primark, this organic gotten t-shirts 10 dollars or 10 euros whatever but that's not the fair price of it the fair price would be a lot more to make sure that the person who not just sewed the shirt but who worked and helped um what's the word i want harvest the cotton all people involved are paid fairly like there's no way mm. that 10 10 dollars euros whatever is is a fair price um so i think yeah it's easy to go ahead no, I was, I was going to ask, um, I mean, I'm pretty clear about why it matters, but why do you think it matters if we're just talking about mitigating the effects of climate change, if we're taking that approach towards, um, yeah, why, why does fair trade matter? I'm trying to think how to word this. Um, I don't know how to word it. People are important. And what does it matter if we still have a planet, if we're har- causing harm to people? To put it in simple, blunt terms, I don't know how to say it more eloquently. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. But I think it's an interesting one, right? Because if you, 
it comes up to all those questions like, oh, if you, I mean, this is a terrible example, but like, oh, if you, if you want to keep eating meat purely for the environment, like sustainability, well, not sustainability, it's not sustainable, but for like climate change, it's better to not give animals a lot of space. Mm. Right? Like, I mean, that's a terrible argument, but it you can kind of go down that that route. I don't know. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm not really sure where I want to go with this, but I guess just that. People are yeah, I think important. I bottom know. line, yes, people are important and the the ways in which people are affected by things that are contributing to climate change. So whether it is like um uh, a dairy farm or uh well a slaughterhouse and people who live nearby and you know their water source is contaminated because of the nearby factory farms, it, it, they're just all intertwined. So making changes in the name of sustainability and mitigating effects of climate change like you have to consider the people because yeah as we've so eloquently put people are important (laughs) people are important yeah full stop (laughs) um yeah so it's an interesting because i was thinking do i is it something i look for and i have to admit i don't think i do keep an eye on whether things I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm buying, um, I'm not growing anything. Um, I don't really keep an eye on if things I'm buying a fair trade. I'm not sure. I'd have to have a look. I'm not sure if it's here in Spain. There's probably an equivalent. Like we'll have to, I'll do some research and I'm pretty put it sure in I've the show notes. It. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've yeah. seen that's the, that same emblem logo. Um, I think okay. I, have, I have products on it. I mean, part of my kind of spilling the tea is, I don't always buy those products over the alternatives because yes, like generally speaking, like when you buy, you know, something made of organic cotton or linen or whatever, unless it is at somewhere like pre-mark, it is more expensive. So to buy stuff like that, to buy those products for your daily, weekly groceries, it, it will increase your, like your grocery budget, for example. So like coffee and chocolate are two big ones. Um, yeah. The production of those goods are, yeah, are involved in a lot of um, not nice things for the people involved. So like this, this fin tea, which I found on the, the Fairtrade website, um, was one of the featured um, companies under the tea section. I also have sections for it was tea, coffee, chocolate. Um, what else was it? I forget they have it yeah broken down yeah cocoa farmers coffee farmers cotton farmers flour farmers gold miners sugar farmers uh wine farmers and then they have a section for other products that's cool yeah and they feature yeah various um various farmers and so you can get to know the people behind what you're buying because there is such a disconnect between between what you buy you have no idea whether it's yeah. an item of food an item of clothing you're not involved in the process um, as industrialized as we've become like you we're not growing growing things ourselves and then eating that food some people are but but yeah I think that disconnect can unless you acknowledge it you yeah you just don't you just don't know any better and yeah and do you think this is like um a good way of combating that in a way because I guess it removes the need for you to do that research yourself yes 
if I mean, if you trust that particular organization by giving it this like um, label, you can kind of trust that it's been produced, grown, etc., sustainably. Yes, I um, think. Do you think that's a helpful thing? Yes, absolutely. I think third-party certifications in general are excellent. Um, they can be expensive and time-consuming. So just because something doesn't have like a label to say, oh, we're fair trade organic or this or that doesn't mean they're not. Maybe they just can't afford the product. But if a company is making claims, you want to see that they have the certification back it up, that it's not them being biased and look how great we are. Someone else has come in with an objective view Mm -hmm. to give the certification. So I look at it as like a stamp of approval. Great. See that? Buy it. I Whenever I'm looking for like a new product, whether it's food or clothing or whatever, I will go onto the certified B Corp website, which is another third-party certification that looks at various aspects of you know community, sustainability, and they have a range of score, but you have to meet like a certain like get reach a certain number score to like be con- to be considered or to use that um their logo. But anyway, yes, so fair trade, I think if you see this logo, it to me seems very legit. They've done the research and I trust it. I mean, I think you still have to do a little bit of research on what the the actual certification, this third party, whatever is and what they do. And like the bunny logo that shows that it's an item is cruelty free, like in a lot of cosmetic products, home cleaning products, et cetera, you know, get to know the, the big players, uh, like was it GOTS, G-O-T-S is, um, was it, it's organic cotton. I forget. I'll leave links to some of the big players, but do a little bit of research, get familiar with what the logos represent. But yeah, I think this fair trade one is a great place to start if, that is like the priority you have chosen to um, yeah. start spending your money in a more, I don't know, just better way. Yeah. If you have the money to do so, because like we said, it is more expensive. So sometimes I buy the yeah. coffee and chocolate with the fair trade logo. And sometimes I just buy whatever's cheap at whatever grocery store I'm at. So yeah, that's, yeah. I've mentioned before, that's the approach I've, I've chosen to, to take and kind of, spread my money in like both options instead of going all in on the expensive one or saying, no, I don't care. So sometimes, yeah, I vote with my dollar euro. Sometimes <laughs> don't for now. That's okay. Yeah. Hello, give a shitters. Brandy here. I just wanted to quickly interrupt this episode to tell you a little bit more about our show notes. Each episode has a dedicated show notes page on our website, the T on sustainableliving.com slash show notes, where you can find more information about the topic of the episode. In addition to links to any articles and resources mentioned in the episode, we throw in a few more ways for you to keep on giving a shit. From articles and documentaries to books and apps, we want each show notes page to help you feel better equipped with information and tools to take action today. You can think of it as a choose your own give a shit adventure. We'll also update you on our chosen actionable item from the episode to let you know how it's going for us. So after this episode, head on over to our show notes page at the T on sustainableliving.com slash show notes. All right, now back to the episode. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones as well where you could also choose like a certain product as a way to start. Like, for example, for coffee, I pretty much always, that is something that I always try and buy the more sustainable option or like, yeah, the fair trade option. Also, because it's pretty easy. I think a lot of people know that coffee has a background 
of exploitation or at least I don't well I don't know if a lot of people know but like I feel like it's one of those ones that's pretty easy to find in a supermarket like you're just regular supermarket there'll normally be an option that's like a fair trade option or organic option and you know you can also buy coffee at your like local coffee shop that also might be a a better option although I guess there's no guarantee not sure so that could also be a way like choose one product where you're like okay this product I'm always going to you know Mm -hmm. try and buy fair trade yeah I personally would like to be better at the coffee and chocolate and I think, oh, you know, something hopeful is that I, I am seeing this more, these products more in like regular grocery stores. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it can be hard when it's right next to the cheaper option. Um, but sometimes yeah. when, I, <laughs> when I do, when I do my grocery shopping at um, the all organic store, it's, it's a lot easier. I mean, the price point is already higher. So there's less like sticker shock in comparison, but, yeah. but yes, I like what you said about going to your local coffee shop. Like if you choose coffee, when in doubt, if you either can't afford a fair trade option, your local shops, whether it's coffee, tea, whatever, are likely to, to have products that they've sourced from like an ethical, sustainable place. (laughs) Producer. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) And that is a good example. They might not, they might not be um, being like emblems or logos or, you know, those stamps of approval, but I think, yeah, when in doubt going local is a good route to go. Yeah. I'm trying to think, is it, I was going to say, do you know what um, the requirements are to be labeled as fair trade? Oh, good question. Um, no, there's a spot on the website that says how easy buying fair trade is. You just look for that fair trade mark. Um, apparently there are over 6,000 fair trade products. Get involved. Don't know. It's a good question. But I know from what I know about third-party certifications in general, it can be a lengthy and expensive process. I'm not seeing an easy way to find out on their website. Oh, fair trade for business. Programs? Why partner with? How? What's the how to partner with? Here's, oh, I found an article on the America, the fairtradeamerica.org website, how to get fair trade certified. Okay, so I found the website, which is called Fair Trade Standards, which is about how they do it. And it looks like there's different ones depending on if it's small scale producers, hired labor organizations, etc and then they also have a brand which is fair trade sourced ingredients Mm. so it's when only one or two of the ingredients within the product are fair trade so the whole product might might not be classed as fair trade but like it still has some fair trade ingredients Mm. um i can't say an easy list Okay, and this might be where it gets it's a bit different between this Fair oh, Trade right. Foundation, the UK website, and then Fair Trade America, because like I said before, they had over six thousand products, but on the Fair Trade America website it says they have over thirty-five thousand products that have the fair trade mark. And that's that's two words fair trade mark, each one's capitalized. So that sounds like it's a slightly separate thing. And it says that okay. um, these products 
this label shows that each product meets our rigorous environmental, economic, and social standards and was audited by FlowCert, an accredited third-party auditor. So they have someone else do the like auditing and certification, apparently. Yeah. And this looks like, I think the fair trade, the fair trade standard, there's like a different website, which is like more international. Yeah. And it looks fair trade international. And then it looks like every, different products have different. Does it still have that requirements? Blue, does it have the blue and green yeah, circle the with the person? Yeah, it still has that. And then the with the little R at the top, is that like the, not trademark, but what does that R mean again? It's um, not TM for trademark, but, um, oh, US, it is, the R means, yeah, US Patent and Trademark Office. So yeah, they're all related. Don't really yeah. understand how. Okay, so basically it's a little bit complicated to find out um, what, or well, maybe not complicated, but needing more than like five minutes of research to understand what all the standards are, which I'm going to take as a good thing because yeah. it's probably a good thing that they, you know, looking at this, like this, and like just looking at the key issues, they look at child labor, climate change, decent livelihoods, so like price, environment, forced labor, gender equality, human rights the sustainable development goals, workers' rights, and something called HREGD. I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. Red. Hered. Yeah, so, so that, I think that is a good sign when um, a company like this who does, you know, these logos, these stamps approvals, the, the bunny or the fair trade, whatever it is, that they have high standards so that when you see that mark on, like, a product, you can trust it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was definitely that thing having the the fair trade source ingredients. I think is a good one because I do remember criticism about how many, like how what kind of percentage of the ingredients need to be fair trade for a product mm. to be called fair trade. And I feel like there's a similar similar debate within organic products as well, like how much need to be for you to like have that mark. So having like fair trade like sourced ingredients I think it was um is also interesting because it's like acknowledging that not everything Mm. in the product has that has been given that label although as you said before Brandy that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not yeah fair trade yeah I like that 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 uh, an item will break down yeah when like sourced ingredients instead of not saying anything yeah because yeah, as we you know explore the gray area and get more comfortable in it, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. So yeah, I think it's great to whether it's a product with sugar and hey, look, our sugar is sourced, you know, from yeah. a fair trade um, organization. But maybe other other ingredients aren't, and maybe they're less important ingredients. But like if something has cocoa and sugar, and if you've decided those no. are important to you, then yeah, that would be good to know. Yeah, I have often seen that. Like if you look on the back of um like a list of ingredients. And if you see like a bunch of different symbols, it's likely because they're trying to, f- to tell you which ones are organic or sustainably sourced. It's a- mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think good places to start are to just do a little bit of research on these certifications and logos, take a look at the products in your kitchen and see, Oh yeah. Okay. I have bought something with a fair trade you know, stamp. Yeah. Google. Um, and then next time you go grocery shopping, just, 
maybe just start to look at prices and see if it's something you're willing to make a little bit more room for in your budget. Um, Clothing too. Um, That would, I think, require a bit more research and buying from companies online. That tends to be, Mm -hmm. I've seen more like kind of fair trade and like organic, like the GOTS, like organic cotton, et cetera, in smaller companies and online. I don't know how much I've seen it in stores. Yeah. So yeah, if something's claiming like organic, this organic, that just take a look at the label and see if it has any, anything to back it up. Unless it's like a local boutique, that would be a great alternative. Yeah. And, and yeah, just take a look at the, the fair trade website um, for the event in the UK, even if you're not based in the UK, because they do have a lot of good information and just kind of the stories. So you can connect a bit more with where the products are from. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, let us know. Do you buy fair trade? Is it something you're interested in? What products do you notice are fair trade? And what are you going to start with? Yes. Hit us up on our Instagram. What's our Instagram, Brandy? At the Tea on Sustainable Living. Yeah. Or you can message us on our website. Take a look at the show notes. We'll have all the links there. And did I did I hit all the promotional points, Brandy? You did. Thank you very much, Hannah. I often forget that at the end. <laughs> so yeah. The show notes will be the show notes will be the tea on sustainable living.com slash episode eight, the number eight. And that should take you there and leave all the links. And yeah, I really like the, the fair trade websites. There's a lot of good information, even just to educate yourself on why it's important to buy fair trade coffee, for example, or tea or yeah. whatever it is. So yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. If you've made it to the end, we appreciate it very much and Absolutely. catch you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tea on Sustainable Living podcast. If you made it to the end, we can only assume that you've enjoyed this episode. Please consider sharing this with a friend or family member who could use some support on their sustainability journey. And find us on Instagram at the Tea on Sustainable Living and let us know what you liked about the episode. All right, give us shitters. See you later. Get it? See you later? As in, see you later? So funny. Why?